Welcome back to our Born to Prosper Essential Guide series. Episode 16 today, looking at leaders are trackers, successful people are trackers. We started our Prosperous Order series or section last week and looked at that God is not the author of confusion. And I trust that you were challenged, encouraged to say, hey, what areas of my life must I bring change in? What areas of my life am I experiencing irregularities? What areas of my life is there chaos in? And like I said last week, and like we looked at last week, that God is not the author of this. There is a God part, everything God does in order, the sun, the moon, the stars, the creation, seed, everything of God has order in it. And if there's confusion reigning in our hearts, in our lives, in our minds, it can't be God. So we must take responsibility for that. And we must have a look at how do we bring order into our world. That's what we're going to be covering over the next few sections. Looking at today, at successful people or trackers, tracking your progress in life. A whole interesting, a lot of things we're going to cover in today's episode. Super excited to be with you. And hey, listen, stay true to the course. Congratulations for still being on this journey. The Born to Prosper Essential Guide series. We're on a journey of taking our stinking thinking, poverty thinking, fear thinking mindsets and shifting them in line with God's word to become prosperous thinkers, to become people that believe that we can and not people who believe that we can't. So come on, let's get straight into today's episode, episode 16, Successful People Are Trackers. Episode 16 of our section on order, prosperous order, we're starting to look at today is that successful people understand that they need to track certain things in their life. They track their progress in life. And as we looked at the fact that God is not the author of confusion, how do we go about bringing order into our lives? And so we need to maintain the steady journey going forward. And we can look over the next two episodes as we learn to become trackers. And then secondly, we learn to live by daily standards. So episode 17 is going to be, we live by daily standards in order to achieve our goals. But today's episode, we're speaking about We have to learn to become trackers. And what do I mean by that? Solomon said in Proverbs 27 verse 23, he said, Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks, said Solomon, or your business affairs or your personal affairs, your finances, said Solomon. And sometimes it's difficult when we are in bad habits of disorder and ill discipline. So, Leaders or successful people are trackers, and they track their progress. Successful athletes track their performance. Average people hardly track or know very little about their progress in life. And at the end of this book, in chapter 9, we're going to start looking at tracking the areas of our life, tracking different sections. You know, a part of the Born to Prosper book, if you've bought the book or if you've read the book, you'll notice there's a section on the 90-day tracking challenge, and we'll talk a little bit about that later as well is how you can become part of the 90-day tracking challenge in order to track your progress. But there's six areas I want to challenge us in this episode today. I want you to start considering bringing tracking into your life. The six areas are your calories, the food that you eat, your cadence, the exercise, the calories you burn, your cash, your credit, your spending, you track that, your cognitive, your reading, your learning, your confessions, your scripture reading, your scripture declarations, and courses, learning, studying, putting some information into your mind, into your head. I know you might be saying to me, hey, that's a lot of stuff to to take in. If you're part of the 90-day tracking challenge, if you're serious, 
about bringing order into your world, then I want to say to you, don't take this all in one big chunk. Break it down into bite-sized chunks. There's six C's that I broke it up into. Calories, food, cadence, exercise, cash, your spending, cognitive, your reading, confessions, and courses. So we want to get into habits of tracking all of these. Think about that for a moment. If you've ever driven in a car, own a car, or driven with your parents, however old you are listening to this, and you've watched some of the things on the dashboard of your parents' car, your own car, you'll notice that your car is always tracking the performance of that vehicle. And your dashboard is the place in which the manufacturers reveal information to you. When you put on your car, you start your car, it gives you certain warning signs initially when you start if all things are fine everything disappears and it says good to go while you're driving your dashboard is always telling you if you put your bright lights on at night a different light goes on sometimes the car in front of you it flashes you and says hey you forgot your bright lights on and you go oh yes i forgot but your dashboard is tracking all the time what is happening and so if you look at your when, the, when you put your flicker on when you want to take when you want to turn a corner your dashboard is telling you all the time what's happening. But at the same token, when you drive your vehicle, suddenly when you're running out of petrol or running out of gas or running out of diesel, your dashboard will start giving you a sign. It'll say to you, hey, I'm tracking you the usage of your diesel or your fuel usage in your vehicle. And we're getting to a point right now where we're running low on fuel. And so it warns you to make an adjustment. Now, when it says to you reserve fuel level reached, whatever, we don't just go, well, by faith, I'm just going to, drive further and believe God that he's going to fill this tank up, name it and claim it. And I start calling fuel into my tank by faith, which many of these name it and claim it and frame it people say. And I don't say you shouldn't confess. I'm a firm believer in speaking life into dead things and talking to the value of dry bones. But we know that when there's just a real part of our lives, a natural part of our lives, sometimes we want to spiritualize everything and we want to try and avoid the realities of our life. We don't actually want to measure the reality of what is happening in our finances, what's happening on the scale with our weight, what's happening. And then we start to justify things. I've got a this problem or the doctor says this or my family has always had this hassle. And I don't say that those things aren't maybe relevant to your life, but hey, are you really being true to yourself or are you just trying to avoid bringing order into that world because it's just maybe it's a bad habit I've got of just being comfortable with not knowing that or not caring about that because I've always had a husband or a wife or a parent that's always just covered my weaknesses. But I want to say to you, don't judge yourself and don't be hard on yourself, but be true to yourself and say to yourself, hey, if I look at the person in the mirror, am I being true to that person that looks back at me in the mirror? Am I being true to the fact that, hey, can I do better? Can I improve certain areas of my life? Can I start to change my habits? Can I start to take those bad habits of mine and change them into better habits that I can become a better version of me? And I can start to say, hey, I've actually overcome certain things. I've actually got victory in certain areas where I thought it was impossible. And I've had to dig deep. I've had to rely on days when I felt bad and, and, I, and I wanted to quit. I wanted to stop. But then I decided, hey, no, I'm going to continue on this journey. Why? Because I want to be true to myself because God is not the God of confusion. So if God's not the God of confusion, but God's the God of order and God is in me, then surely I must do my part and start to take responsibility for the disorder that's in my life. And so if we have a look at these six areas that I've broken down to, and you'll cover this in more detail in the 90-day tracking challenge, and also the Born to Prosper seminar that I do a few times a year 
is I always challenge people to understand that these are the six areas I want to just basically broke them down into where they affect our lives mostly. But if you look at the first one, calories, how many people actually know, you know, what a calorie is? Firstly, you know, what the food contains that you put into your mouth. I shared with you a few episodes back where Sarah, when she was young, my daughter, she was two and I put her to bed one afternoon and she was lying with her arm over my stomach. And at one point in the silence of the Sunday afternoon nap, she looked at me and she said, dad, I said, yeah, she said, you're fat. And I went, wow, out of the mouth of babes comes three quarters of the truth or comes the truth. And so I left the bedroom when she fell asleep and I walked down the passage and I pulled my stomach in and I said to my wife, I said to Sharon, I said, am I fat? And she looked to try and be the best wife she could. She said, no, you're just big bone. And I went, okay, I took that as a, a sort of a, a positive thing to say, yeah, you overweight. So the next day I went and I joined a weight loss program and I started this journey of discovering a calorie, a protein, a carbohydrate, a good fat the bad fat, all these things that I never needed to know. And for the first time in my life, I picked up weight. I played sport all my life. I was a healthy person, played provincial sport, burnt all the food I ate. I could eat sweets. I could eat carbs. I could eat proteins. I could eat whatever I wanted to. I just burnt it all out on the sports field and never, ever had a weight problem. So it didn't affect me. But the minute I got older and started a family and started a business and had to travel more and play less sport and was less active, suddenly... Little by little, all the bad habits that I'd picked up over the years, they just started to pack on. And when I got on the scale, said one at a time, please. And so I had to start making a decision about changing. And that's hard because I didn't know what I was dealing with. So I went to this weight loss program. You get there, and the first thing they do is they tell you to get on the scale. It's like, okay. So your brain goes, okay, let me take all my clothes off. But you don't. You stand there with all your clothes on, just your shorts and T-shirt, and you take your shoes off and you get on the scale and she goes, okay, that's your starting weight. And you can't lie or deny it because the lady just nails the weight right there. She says, okay. And she gives a little booklet and says, we're starting here. What's your goal weight? And there it was. She said, we're going to have an end destination. And that's most people's problems when it comes to bringing order to the world. They don't know what the end destination wants to be. Now, you might be saying to me, but I'm not sure what it is. Then might just make choose one. By not having, if you take a football match or a soccer match, and you take the goalposts away from a 90-minute soccer match, and you say to them, what is the score? And they say, no, there was no goals. There's a, no one could score. So what's the point? So there always has to be a goal, end goal. So you, and I always say to people, just set one. Even if it's not the right one, we can adjust it. But just at least set one. So if you set it too low, we can know if you hit it early, we say, okay, it was set too low. My mindset was still in fear and doubt, so I set it low. But at least we know we, we passed the mark along the way. Or if you set it too high and you never got there at all, you say, okay, it was ridiculous. And one of my staff recently looked at their financial goals for their, one of their zones and they put a financial goal down. And I said to the HR department, I said, that's a ridiculous goal because that person's almost 10 times what they are doing right now. So sometimes you're trying to maybe impress or you're trying to, I'm going to smash, but just be realistic. I said, just start by doubling what you already have. And that's a good start. Now, if you do reach that double in three months, you'll know, listen, I was way too low. I was boxing under my potential before, but at least set a goal. So sometimes we can set it ridiculously high. And after three months or four months, we can say, okay, listen, I was a little bit over optimistic then. I can adjust it back. But if it comes to weight loss, for example, when it comes to calories, just be realistic. Where your body feels comfortable, you can, there's all these BMIs and all these things that the doctors tell you can measure it by generally. 
But if you're heavy overweight, just set a 10 kilogram shift goal for a start. So if I'm X amount of weight now and I want to move that, and I need to lose, let's say, 30 kilos if you're very overweight, or I need to lose three kilos or five kilos or whatever it is you need to lose, pounds, whatever your scale of weight is, and whatever it is that you are, just set a goal. So I'm going to lose three. Okay, that's a good start. Let's start. And then we start to adjust. Now we really, we've got an end goal, and now we can start to measure it. And so this woman started with me. She put me on the scale and she said, at that stage, I was 127 kilograms. I'll tell you the weight. And it was like, wow, that's heavy. But I'm six foot four. So although I was overweight, it wasn't like the scale. The book says obese. And I agree, I didn't feel good at my clothes and fit while I was wearing a size 42 pants. For those of you in South African sizes, that's a huge pants. Eventually, when I lost all my weight, I went down to a 34. So work it out. And I wasn't meant to be a 42 pants. I just grew into that by bad habits over time. I just wasn't tracking what I was eating. If I woke up in the morning and I felt like something, I ate it. And it has a ripple effect. It has a domino effect of impact. And when this woman started bringing order to my world, I had a mentor, which we looked at in the previous sections. We looked at prosperous faith. We looked at prosperous thinking. We said that in order to change your habits, you need a mentor. And so I had this woman guide me. And every week I had to report. It was Tuesday nights. I had to report for weigh-in. And so they give you then a week's goal. They say, go on this week's journey of losing this weight. And so I went on this week's journey of losing, followed what as best I could what they did. And the next week we got there, the weight started dropping off. And it felt great. It felt exhilarating. Wow. But the only difference was I was always able to lose that weight, just that I had no order. And I got someone to help me bring order to my world. Same in your finances, same in your exercises, same whatever it is. There's a solution to your challenge it's just that you have to start to bring order to it. And you bring order by getting help from somebody who's ahead of you or somebody who knows what they're doing. It's like when you go to a seminar, you go to school, you go to a teacher who has done this and they're now going to teach you what they know and they're going to help you. So that's how you grow in life. You get financial advice. You get weight advice or calorie advice or nutritional advice. You And that's how you learn. So yeah, I was on this journey. I just ate whatever I wanted to eat and did whatever I wanted to do. And so... She taught me what a carbohydrate was, and I said, I understood that, but suddenly I went, oh, I didn't know that was a carb, and I didn't know that was a carb. I didn't know that certain carbohydrates, they, they turn into sugar eventually, and that's what puts on the weight. So, But you said to me, I said, it's sugar, so I've stopped eating chocolates. Bread, for example, is a carbohydrate that if it's not burnt out, it gives us energy, but if that energy is not uh, used in exercise, it turns into sugar, and that sugar is what puts on the weight. So I learned that. I went, okay, so I have to cut that out, and even going to restaurants, you can make better choices in restaurants as opposed to chowing down with cheeseburgers and chips only as the only way in which we are going to pick out all the time. But it's the little jackals that consume the vineyard, says the Bible. So it's the little snacks, the little nibbles, the little that. Again, Asta, are you saying, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying just bring order to your world. So I started to track my calories, and for the first time in my life, I started to see this thing move, and I was learning a lesson, a life lesson which I'm sharing with you today. Not because I'm now a nutritionist. Please, by the way, disclaimer. Nothing that I'm saying here is anything to do with, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not anything of the above. So please don't take what I say to heart. Go and get professional advice and go get professional help from people. But I'm just trying to give you a journey of the, my life as to how I went on this journey as well, where I had to start learning to track things. And so when I started to track my weight, I lost the weight. And so I learned all these things. And like I said, then I learned about exercise and learning to track things like your exercise, how many calories do you burn a day? 
And I went, I don't know. If you don't know, like your car, if you're driving your vehicle, I think my tank is half full, but your dashboard says you've reached reserve. Oh, I didn't know that. But the dashboard is the thing that was tracking it and helped me to adjust my course. Now I go to the fuel station and I go and say, hey, put some fuel in because my dashboard told me to adjust the level of fuel in my tank. And that's what tracking does. Tracking helps you to make adjustments, not to control you, but to make adjustments to keep you on course. So if we look at these areas, and I can share in detail with every one of them, which we could in maybe some other episode, what I want to achieve today is to say to you, find applications, apps on the app stores, which are available freely on all these different platforms. And firstly, calories. I use an app, and again, I'm not promoting these. I'm not saying you must use these. I'm not saying this is what I say. I'm just tell you what I'm using. But I use MyFitnessPal as an app, as a free version to track your calories. Now, it'll take a while. So some days I forget and then I put a reminder on my phone or whatever it is. And then I, okay, I'll catch up the next day, think back what I ate yesterday. But for example, it'll tell you exactly how many calories. So firstly, when you download the app, it tells you that what is your weight, what is your height, what is your, all the different things it asks you. But it tells you what's your goal weight. So let's say you are at goal weight and you just want to maintain, fine. But let's say you want to lose weight. It'll then tell you in order to get to that weight, you can only consume so many calories a day in order to lose weight to get to that weight by, let's say, two months' time. So it actually tells you that. And then it, you start to track. So when you eat a slice of bread, you track it. If you eat a cup of oats or whatever, a bowl of oats, you track it. And the app guides you. It helps you. You start to weigh food. Ah, I can't do that. Then quit the exercise and just keep living life in a generalized world. But when you start to track things, you start to bring order to your world. And so this app helps you just to track certain things in your life. And you start to see, okay, end of the day, how was my day? So you start to get into a habit of tracking five, six days a week, seven days a week, whatever you decide. But you'll start to notice that suddenly your choices change because now I know the implication of this thing because I'm tracking it. The second thing is your cadence. I'm very pro all of these smartwatches, Apple watches, Garmin's. If you can't afford one or you can try and get your hands on one, try and get one. It tracks your exercise, tells you to stand, to sit. You're sitting too long. My my watch tells me I have to burn 800 or 900 calories a day. Every day until I go to bed, they say you can almost do it. It's prodding you all the time. It's like your dashboard in your car. It's, it's pushing you to reach that goal, which is, so I can't live like that. Again, I don't say you should permanently live like this. I say, but in order to shift that bad habit, get surround yourself with these applications that can help you. And your, your spend, your credit card, do you know? how much money you just spend on coffee in a month? Do you know how much money you spend on luxuries? Do you know how much money you spend on, because we don't track things. So there is a money monitor app that I use where I track my things on there. And it's not always, sometimes I do it every seven days. Sometimes I do it even after a month. I have a bad month or a busy month. I haven't got time for it. Then I'll catch up later. But I've got myself to a place where they go, wow, I didn't know I spent that much on haircuts this month. Or I didn't know I spent that much on, on coffee this month or whatever, because it tells you. It tracks it. You, you take that. So every time you go out to eat, take an invoice. Every time you buy something in the store for the next 90 days, take an invoice, take the slip and actually write it down because we're going to track it. We're going to get ourselves into this new habit. Then cognitive reading, 10 pages a day. I've said it over and over again. I'm going to say it again today. You can read a 300-page book every single month if you just do 10 pages a day. And you've got time. Just start to, to put an alarm on your phone. If you haven't got the Prospect Lock app, Get your Prospect Lock app because the next one is your confessions, which the, I built the Prospect Lock app for that. 
was for you to be able to confess into your app and then allow it to play back as a ringtone in your alarm. So if you haven't got the Prospect Lock app, go and get it. Then set an alarm to save 10 pages a day. And one of the things that the developers have come back to us, some people have said, by the way, just a quick side note, is that they said that the app's not triggering some of the audios, and they say the app has to be open in the background for it to trigger. So if you're having a few issues with that, we're busy resolving that. But in the meantime, if the app is not open, just keep it open in the background, and it'll always trigger what you record. But get the Prospect Lock app. It's part of this journey. And then finally, we talk about courses. What have you read? What have you studied? What have you invested in your life in the last six months? And once you've read it and studied it and showed an upward mobilization of your income. So there's a lot of leaderbreederworld.com, imborntoprosper.com, a lot of new nutritional content courses. Subscribe in it and listen to it for 10, 15 on YouTube. There's hordes and hordes of stuff, whatever it is. But what's the plan? What's the end goal? What would you like to achieve? And based upon that, then Get yourself to track these areas because that's how we start to bring order to our world. We start to track our world. So calories, cadence, cash, cognitive, our reading, confessions, and courses. Those are the six things I want to challenge you with in the next 90 days to start tracking. Get these apps on your phone and start to track these areas of your life. Why? Because as we learn to become trackers, we learn to bring success into our life and God starts to bring incredible breakthroughs additional to the ones that we already have why because we're doing our part we're starting to bring order to our world hey listen super excited to have been able to have been with you today and this week have an awesome week start getting those things in, into place listen to this episode again you get a copy of the born to prosper book it's there as well all these things are laid out there but go look for these different applications put reminders on your phones let's start this journey together let's become trackers and as we track our world we're going to start to bring order to our world and we're going to start to see incredible, incredible breakthroughs. Have an amazing week. Can't wait to be with you next week. Episode 17, we're going to have having a look at learning to live by daily standards to achieve our goals. Be blessed. Can't wait to be with you next week. Amen.